0: It's the Narrator Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. My name is George Marlkeen, also known as DJ Cooch, and welcome to my show. Why do I have a show? Because I'm freaking bored during COVID. That's why I have a show. For those people that don't know me, I'm a comedian, uh, DJ, wannabe entrepreneur, just trying to do my thing, and now I think I can talk to people, and I'm going to try that out. But this time, I brought a little bit of help, I Um, One of my closest friends that's seen me since day one since I started doing comedy and even before that uh, as a DJ. He's a DJ as well. I am very proud to uh, welcome a good friend of mine, Mr. Don Hefty. How are you, buddy?
1: I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? I'm excited to be doing episode one. I know! Oh, Welcome right to a... episode one, bro. Episode the, one, man. Is it one or two? No, this is one. This is one. Oh. The other one was a teaser. Look at this. I am honored right now. Uh, you know I... why I brought you, right? <laughs> because no no one else said yes? Nobody
0: else said yes, that's <laughs> why. Right? That's why, bro. Nah, you know what? The, the way um, I, I've been trying to do the, the episode already, like for the last two days, the first one, right? And, I, and originally I said, okay, you know what? I'm gonna talk. I'll, I'll do episode one. Will just be me talking about me and what I do and and why am I doing the whole thing and then try to break myself down and what I've been up to. And then I had my girlfriend help me out and listen to the the first draft of it. And she was like, "Yo, you need to slow your roll. Like you're trying to tell everything one thing when you're doing a podcast. Like you could you could take your time. You could do whatever you want." Then I came home and I gave myself a little bit of time. Try to record a couple more first episodes and it was just I wasn't feeling it and the reason why I wasn't feeling it is because I just feel like I could I could sit here and I could talk about myself and people that don't know me or have no clue who I am or whatever will be like okay who's this bullshit or whatever or I could uh, explain it and at the same time bring somebody who could verify the shit that we've done through years because you and I literally have known each other how many years? 22, 23 years? Twenty-three years. Yeah. Really, twenty-three Na- years? Na- Are we that far? No. Na- man, ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Yeah, something like that. It, let me. So, so I just figured, okay, it was great to bring you here to to kind of explain and, and go through the whole story, right? Yeah. You know, like. Well, let's let's break
1: it down. Like, I mean, I've known you. There used to be a club where we live called the Dump, and that, <laughs> that was in the late '90s. This is when I first met you. Yeah. So <laughs> that was like in '98, I believe. What was I like think it, it, like it was like 98, and then in talking to you there, uh, I found out that we worked at the same place. Where did we work at? We worked at an RV, RV manufacturer. You National worked, RV. National RV. You yeah. worked the worked, uh, part shipping and receiving and parts service? I think all
0: the parts and service or some shit. I and know, uh,
1: but... I, worked, uh, I worked the assembly line. So we never really ran into each other yeah. at work until, and it's one of those situations where... Um, once you know you work somewhere, now you run into each other all the time. Like, hey, what's up, bro?
0: Well, yeah, yeah, we were doing, we were DJs too, and we were doing the whole party crew type thing and all that stuff. Yeah. Was the dump the one that um, Oscar was doing? Oscar, a friend of uh, ours. Yeah, our Big, Big O. Bowl. Big O, right? It was and, at, that was in the, at the bowling alley. Yeah, and I was, ru- I was running Club Cadillac. There's, yeah. Club Cadillac, Cadillacs. yeah, because that was a slash promoter.
1: DJ uh, yeah. whatever
0: since day one. Since day one. Burger yeah.
1: flipper at the Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. Shout out to
0: Carl's Jr. <laughs> Mister Happy Meal himself. You that's know what I mean? McDonald's, bro. That's McDonald's. Oh yeah. Fuck. My bad. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. I remember in um. Uh, so that, that's why I was like, yo, it'd be great to bring you down and, and help me kind of just explain and uh, like rip this podcast out of the womb. Exactly. exactly. No, because you know what? I'm calling it the narrator because. Uh, we come from a small in Riverside, California. Yeah, I, I was not raised in Paris, but I graduated in Paris. You, you graduated was, in Reno Valley, right?
1: I, no, I graduated in Rialto, but um, I live in I lived in Reno Valley while I was going to Rialto High School because my parents didn't want to transplant me to a different school mm-hmm. my last year. But I grew up in uh, I was raised in LA, East LA, East LA.
0: I was born in LA, East LA. See, that's another thing we didn't even know about each other. Let yeah, just found that out right now. <laughs> oh, did we just have a moment? We did. bro. I'd hug did you Did we right just now. become best friends? Oh. Yep. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like you know, it, it was kind of like what happened. And um, and for those people joining in right now, like uh, I I am a DJ uh, and been a DJ, kept it going, and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. We got bigger gigs and, and things started happening. From there, I got into comedy in two thousand four and uh another thing you are a professional comic just like i am yeah uh you got into comedy tell people why
1: i got into comedy simply because at the time uh you were hosting uh you were hosting city walk a University city City walk with dj xavier yeah With xavier and uh i used to go watch you over there and then um I guess they wanted you to brush up a little more for for, for crowd work, so they offered to pay for
0: your comedy classes. No, the or was the, the, like the, the original way it happened was um, I was I was doing City Walk. Uh, me and Xavier, this dude, uh, great great DJ, very talented. Uh, it was kind of like a DJ duo, and we started working with some people, and uh, they had an account or they had gigs at Universal Studios at City Walk and all that stuff. Not at studios, but outside in City Walk. Yeah. And we were doing all that, and uh, and just we did. We were at the right place at the right time. And in 2000 or 1999, the countdown. We ended up DJing inside the park. Uh, me and Xavier. They had like ten DJs. And pretty much, uh, something happened where the main act was supposed to perform, but she didn't. Uh, and they heard back then. I guess you know where uh, the the what you call the minions is. Yeah. It was Nickelodeon back then. Oh, that's it, right. And um, and pretty much that was our section where we were doing the bringing in the new year. And uh, the, the whole staff at Universal had heard, hey, there's these two DJs that are having a great time and they're bringing on... Basically, we were the hottest spot at the park mm-hmm. that day. And, uh, oh, I love um, that feeling. So they started sending us <laughs> that way. They started yeah. sending uh, the audience uh, that wanted to go see the, the canceled show to, to our stage. The next day, uh, we got hired to universal and we started doing gigs at universal city walk more um so uh, like about a year or two years later i don't even remember or yeah four years later eventually i become a regular at universal studios i was doing a city walk live i right? was doing city walk live we do a show on friday saturday and sunday even i drive all the way yeah. from riverside and come down here and um i just remember i remember you would call me
1: and you would pitch your ideas of a like the games you wanted to play, yeah, because I was hosting. Dude. yeah, you were hosting the thing.
0: I, I, I remember I, basically what it was is because they were they came up with this thing. we're gonna have like a concert, right? And they yeah. were gonna have a band come in and have a live DJ. They would have a DJ perform or DJ for twenty minutes before the show to gather people there. Then the band would go in there and then they had a half an hour break. So in the half an hour break, they uh, they had the uh, the DJs play, you know, and um I was kind of like the MC too. And, um, I would talk more than Xavier. Xavier was more of a yeah. great blender and a mixer. And I would get on the microphone and I'd just talk. And, and, I don't know, man, they, they, they started noticing that people were leaving. So we were trying to figure out a way, a way that, uh, to, to keep, keep people, people there. And we started kind of like, I, I remember I would, I would go to the stores around CityWalk and I would ask for like prizes and stuff. Hey, give me this. And I'll throw you a shout out, send people your way. And they started giving me stuff. And that's how the games began. We started doing games in between and, uh, I was, out, without even knowing, I was just kind of trying to be charismatic to keep people there. But people would say I was funny. Yeah. Um, I'll never forget. I remember Felipe Esparza told me one time, uh, he goes, hey, bro. He goes, I remember you from City Walk." He goes, I, I knew you were going to be a comedian before you became a comedian. I'm like, what, really? He goes, yeah, man. He goes, I saw you on stage. And I was like, that guy's funny, you know. So I guess 2004 happens. I'm on a date in uh, Juan Gabriel, the, the Mexican singer who yeah. passed away. Uh, I wanted to go to a concert there and I kind of took a date because I had the backstage access so I went there and I'm um, backstage at his concert and the band that was supposed to open up for Juan Gabriel or some re- something happened that he didn't want to go on stage at that particular moment and uh, My friend Cindy and Lori super Cindy Caballera is their event coordinators. They were like, oh my god they knew that I was like the MC and I guess the station that was supposed to uh, give away the shirts and stuff K-Love or whatever like that they gave away everything and they had dead time they had like 10 minutes or 8 minutes of dead time before Juan Gabriel wanted to go up on stage and um, for those people that don't know who Juan Gabriel is he's like a he's like a Frank Sinatra Liberace put together in would, Spanish yeah, right that like, would be the perfect uh,
1: yeah
0: rumor description of rumor his. has it he was gay all right <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah I you know like and I was like okay cool so I show up there and I'm with this date train impressor and and I remember uh, I remember, like, they were like, uh, oh, my God, you know, Cooch, Cooch, you know, like, what's up? You know, like, and I'm like, what's cracking? And they're like, hey, you know, we can you get up on stage and talk to the audience? And I go, oh, what do you mean? Well, we, we need to, we, we need and a, a sp- buffer. Spanish? No, wait, this is the this is the funny part, though, because, like, I go, what? She goes, yeah, can you please go up on stage and just kind of do something? And I'm like, what do you want me to do? She goes, I don't know, just do something. And I go, all right, cool. Um, I looked at my dad, I didn't want to look. Like, I I didn't know what I was doing or whatever. Like, I was scared. So, I just kind of saw her. And I I go, same shit, different day type bullshit, you know. And they gave me the microphone. And and right when I'm about to go on stage, she pulls my shirt. And she ripped my shirt. Lori Super pulled my shirt. She goes, it's all in Spanish. And fucking pushes me. (laughs) And I'm like, shit. And, like, as soon as you came out, as soon as I walked on that stage, people lost their mind because they knew the show was beginning, right? So, my first joke ever was, like, it's all in Spanish. Keep in mind, it's all in Spanish and Juan Gabriel is like, is like, you know, he's kind of, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, and uh, so I think my first joke was like, where's my men at? And everybody was like, and I go, where's my women at? And I go, where's everybody else? And everybody starts laughing. And the next thing I know, man, I don't even remember what I did, but, uh, I had, uh, they were telling me like, like, Hey, bring out Juan Gabriel. This is how green I was, dude. I had an in here yeah, and they tell me, okay, you could bring out introduce Juan Gabriel, and I while I'm talking to the audience, I go, okay, I answer them, and everybody's <laughs> looking at me, going like, what's the who the fuck is he I talking? Thought you were with you know? John, exactly. Oh, okay. okay, exactly. But the next day is when I, I went on America Online, I remember, and I searched how to be a comedian. And by then, you and me were good friends now because yeah. we were DJing. You had done Club Cadillac, I think, too. Oh, I, had done, I had done a few of the countdowns at the park already. Yeah, you already doing gigs yeah. with me at Universal yeah, and everything we like that. Because pretty much what I was doing is like, this I, is how old we are. We go back to the 90s in Universal. I started bringing in like my crew, like people that I know that were good DJs, that were talented, to work with me and do the events. Because obviously, we started doing more things there. The next day after that Juan Gabriel concert, that's when uh, um, I searched on America Online and I and I put how to be a comedian. Yeah, because I figured it was gonna be good for me to kind of learn that and uh, learn how to talk better uh, as an MC. And uh, the Ontario Improv had the classes. Yep. I called you. It was the next day on a Sunday.
1: It was on a Sunday. You called me and you said, "Hey, do you want to take these comedy classes with me?" I go. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? And I was like, what? <laughs> and I had, and granted, I had just seen maybe like the week prior, I had just watched the Latino Kings of Comedy. We, and, and my I brother had, was working on one. Was he? No, 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 no that was after. That was after. Yeah. And I remember, I remember um, at the time, uh, my spouse at the time, I remember I had told her, I was like, I could do that. And then she told me, I don't think you're that funny. This
0: That's is what totally she had told
1: me. This is like maybe like a week or two weeks before you call me. And then when you call me about the class, now in my mind, I, didn't, I wasn't sure if I was going to do it, but in my back of my mind, I was like, I'm going to prove her wrong. So you took that class just to prove your ex-wife? No, I took it to help you out, because originally you told me, you, you, like... Yeah, because I was nervous. Me. I was like, I don't know yeah. what
0: to do, you know, like really, and I was being serious about it. Like, it'd yeah. be cool to be a comedian. I but... mean, the slap in the face was a bonus.
1: To the to the wife, you know what I'm saying? Like that says, "I'll show you." At that time, we weren't working at National;
0: we were in a Giant. Uh, at that we time, were, we were at Giant RV. yeah. We were at another RV place at that time, yeah. and you were working in parts department. I was working. At, yeah, two separate buildings. Yeah, yeah, management or something like that. Yeah, we used to go to lunch for sushi all the time. Yeah, exactly. We used to mucho muscle, mucho mas- muscle. <laughs> Hefty, Hefty, and me would walk in there, and both of us are big
1: guys. And uh... well, I'm still a big guy. You're, you're not so big anymore. <laughs> but they were
0: literally like, like,
1: because we would always get. I don't know if you guys ever had those steamed mussels at a sushi at all you can eat. Yeah, and I. Uh, where with the Corona? Right. It was in Corona. Yeah. And then, and then we'd always get them, and then me and me and George would always order. Uh, more than one plate. So then yeah. one day one day we came in and then the guy was like, Oh mucho muscle and they gave us a tray. Like a tray? Like, like yeah, like I twenty. So, yeah, like twenty in there. We fuck and man. I remember we were eating them and I remember I remember uh coot I remember you I don't know if you remember this, you bit into one and it had like a little crab in it. No. You bit into a muscle, it had a little crab in it, and then you said Ah salió con premio. <laughs> what
0: the fuck? <laughs> this one came with a surprise, oh, yeah, Dude. This,
1: this one came with a present. And I was dying like that
0: was like one of my favorite moments like having lunch dude. Dude, I just remember that that because if you guys have ever gone to, like, uh, one of those, uh, the the Oriental places that do that, the sushi yeah. and uh, usually the... A-Y-C-E. When, yeah, when you walk in there, they usually go, like, I, I got a show! show! Right? That's what they do. Yeah. But we would walk in and, and it's mucho muscle! Mucho muscle. muscle! And everybody would look at us, like, why do they get, like, something I different? Mean, they're, not, they're not even muscular. Look, it's the sumo guys. <laughs> 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 okay. Are they going to
1: do a show? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <okay>. And <laughs> <stop> the, <laughs> right, right there, there, yeah. But, um... Yeah, so you called me uh, to do this class, and I think the class started the week after. And mm-hmm. I remember you told me this is where my mistake was when we first started. You said if you want to take it with me, I'll pay for your class.
0: Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that because I was like, because you told me you could not afford it. Yeah, but you weren't at the time. Know. I wasn't working. Well, I know at the time I, I was. Uh, you were working, tight but you weren't. Money. Yeah, you you were you were yeah. pretty tight on cash and stuff like that, and and at that time, like could afford it you know like it was yeah. cool you know like i was doing good you know yeah, yeah. so you're very well off i
1: was very in the,
0: in i was the, very well off
1: yeah you know, seven uh, seven dollar thirty three cent uh high wages pay
0: you're a dick this is, <laughs> no but that, that was way more than minimum wage yeah it was but anyways uh we went to the class uh and literally took a six-week course on how to how be, be comedians com- how to it. be
1: comics i just remember that the first class they told us to go home and they wanted us to come back the next week for three minutes worth of material and i was like are you serious how am i supposed to write
0: three minutes worth of funny material i it was crazy man uh, basically the, the way that it worked at the comedy class and i know you guys are listening going like what the fuck you mean a comedy class there were there were two comedians gary cannon and, and johnny, johnny damn. damn right and gary cannon very hilarious 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 comedian i i love the dude uh he's actually a warmer for a lot of tv shows yeah. he's uh he was one of the warmers for conan for yeah. uh for conan o'brien and stuff very very I fun i mean he, he's
1: flaked on me at the motel 6 on fontana in fontana various times
0: yeah so fuck gary cannon <laughs> <laughs> but um love gary and, and johnny damn johnny Dam was just it was the yin and yang you know yeah. like johnny Dam was the guy it was that like was, the mom and dad
1: relationship where it's like Gary was very nurturing. No,
0: he wasn't. After
1: me, he was like he was. Gary like, Cannon just wouldn't give a fuck. Like, like as long Johnny as I'm getting paid, more, did you getting paid, did your check clear? We're good. Yeah, John, yeah, that's exactly what he would say. But Johnny was more into like like that's not funny. Rewrite it or do
0: it again. Yeah, Johnny was like yeah you know like if you tried something he'd be like nope and go back in there. Yeah. So the whole thing was like you would do your material there at the improv, and try it out, and you the know, whole it, spiel, it was two hour class. Yeah, to our class. And the whole spiel was that we were going to, in six weeks, we were going to have a big show at the, the Ontario, Ontario Improv, Improv in front of an audience, live audience. You know, like, it's going to be sold out. The dreaded five minutes. Five minutes, exactly. Five minutes worth of material. So everybody everybody would do this, and you would get these guys that are comics and, and trying their stuff out. There was some fucking deep shit. Like, there were some guys that would... Say, who, who? What was the guy that did the Jesus one? Some guy did the crucifix one. Remember, there was a oh. that guy, dude. I don't. Rem- he's not a comic no he's more. He's not
1: a comic no more. But he went into some like, into like some blasphemous
0: stuff. Like some blasphemous
1: stuff. Yeah, like and he was talking about Jesus on the cro- on the cross, and I don't even remember what he was saying. But I remember everyone was just like. I, like, a lot of... Uh, like, me, I was like, I can't laugh at that. Like, that's against my beliefs. Yeah, I'm Catholic, <laughs> yeah. man.
0: <laughs> like, I can't do that, dude. But, uh, but no lie, a lot of people came out of this class that became pretty much successful. There was yeah. a, there were some people that actually yeah. came out. Out of that particular class, it was, what, like like 15 people, right? 15 like 15, PM, 15 12 15 guys. People? And out of that class, you came out. You've been, you're me? still a comedian. Still um, uh, I... Shit, I came you. out, I'm a comic, and uh, oh, it was
1: a Charlene. Charlene,
0: Charlene Yee, Charlene Yee. But Charlene Yee, for those people that don't know, uh, she always plays the ner- nerd girl. What movie was and she in? She
1: was in uh, Knocked Up. Knocked Up, yeah. She was yeah, in a few uh, of movies. <laughs> she
0: does that. She, she
1: did this joke, she did this set where she did like a really bad joke, and then she, pre- on purpose, she pretends to forget it, and then she goes, you know what, I'm just going uh, to skip, skip it. I'm just going to skip it. Dude, okay.
0: <laughs> let me break this down so charlene ye would get up there and she was working her crap she was trying to do the character the character that you see on knocked up like yeah. she and this is way before she was an actress you know like she was just trying so that was the whole skit or the whole you know the whole thing of her trying to do it yeah. and she'd get up there and do these jokes and be very awkward and it was johnny Dam hated Mm. with a passion everything that she did anything that she did Yeah. so she had this joke where she goes I got this joke and then she stops in the middle of it and she goes uh, I totally forgot it yeah. you know what let's just skip it and then she pulls out of a bag a toy. I don't know if you guys remember, it was called the Skip S- It.
1: Skip it. Skip it. Skip a I don't know why I remember the song, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> and she starts fucking doing the skip it. Yeah. She just starts doing it. And, and it took a second for everybody to get it. Everybody was laughing. I don't know why. And he was like, it's not gonna work. Oh
0: dude, he made her cry that day. Yeah. He like literally you know because <laughs> we're all dying laughing and dude that that's fucking hilarious right and johnny Dam stops and he goes what you just did right now is the worst thing yeah. i don't know what you were it was like that billy madison scene when the principal was uh, when they're doing the debate and he goes uh. what you just did is the most awkward <laughs> you know what did he say he goes you 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 literally like some shit like that." it was like that like he made her feel so bad and i remember she ran outside through the hallway like, I, think you I chased after. after i chased after and i remember i i went down the hallway and i go charlene come here and she's tearing up like literally crying and i go charlene don't you're fucking funny there's something about you that you got you cannot stop doing this and she was like really hurt we chilled with her for a while and then after that she sat in the back yeah but here she is years later and fucking becomes that, yeah. you know what I mean? We got movie credits on IMDb and everything. Exactly, and then also uh, Becky, Buckwell Becky Buckwell came out from the Flavor of Love, it's a Charm uh, School, yeah. of Money, and, you know? and she she did her thing, man. So a lot of people came out of that class. Oh well, yeah, well four people. Yeah, <laughs> four out of fucking twelve is not, oh, bad, not bad. What are you talking it's, about? No, it's right? Not
1: bad. It gives you it's, uh, what's uh, like twenty five percent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sure, why not? (laughs) That's my mathematics. That's my mathematics. Oh, no, it'd actually be 33%. Okay. Yeah. But long story short, that's how we got into comedy, man. And that's how I got into comedy. And and it was just... I think I took it serious, though. I took it way serious. Like, you
1: you fell in love with it right off the bat. Me, I was kind of, like, struggling through some stuff at the time. So I would take hiatuses here and
0: there. But you just kept going at it. Like, boom, 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 boom. Like consistently I would go to work and right after work I'd take a change of clothes mm-hmm. and go see whoever was performing That'd and just hang out and just do my thing and you had a wife I you know like I I was just single guy so I at the time yeah but I just kind of like I, I I remember when we did the the after the graduation show do you remember the graduation actual show yeah and that's where they did the I have it on it's on YouTube I have mines on VHS tape plan. shut the fuck up. I still have my tape. Yeah, it's on YouTube if you guys go on YouTube and Gorgeous? go under uh, yeah, go on on yeah, go on DJ Cooch. Yeah, go on DJ Cooch and or you type DJ Cooch first time on stage Is that the, there's like it's like four minutes. Is that the one you did the mariachi look over the first time? Yeah Where James did that by accident? Yeah. James <laughs> and it Did 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 it and we had planned it right? We had said so that, that would yeah. be perfect
1: for today's times.
0: No, no no more <laughs> It's already out there, dude.
1: Not- I watched my I watched my very first set and uh, jaw dropped, and I was like, "Oh my god, what am I doing? Why would I say that?" But a couple of those jokes I've actually rewritten them, like the premise of the joke, and they're actually working out. But the way that, the way that they were presented when I first did them, the very first time, what do you mean? Like the, the whole joke about the midget stripper. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We weren't funny back then. Well, bro. I was
1: I was doing jokes. I was thinking of situations without actually writing into situations that I, I had actually experienced. So I was just coming up I was basically writing like a sitcom, like imagining something happening and then writing about it, instead of actually taking a real life experience and writing about it.
0: Do, they, yeah, like well uh, that's a process though. You did that, you know, you don't start doing that until at the beginning of comedy, until when you're you start, really yeah, no, until the, after was, my divorce, I was writing someone pages. really fucks with your head. That was pages. No man, uh, I I think personally, like it was um I don't know, like you know, like you you got to God fuck, I'm you losing my shit at You gotta hone your skills? No, no, because when you start doing comedy at the beginning, you just wanna be funny. Yeah. You're just trying to fucking get over those three, four minutes, five minutes or whatever that you're mm-hmm. trying to do and you you're an imitation, you're, 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 you're just kind of trying your best. You call, your you're cadence is horrible. Horrible. You don't know. You don't
1: know. And feel then the comfort. worst part when you first do comedy is you write it down and then you try to memorize it exactly the way you wrote it and then sometimes you forget a word and it throws you completely off. That's all. Awesome. Because it, it's a script. It's a script when you first write it. Yeah. Yeah. To so where now, you like the way I write now is I, I'll write the actual joke out, but those, I only remember keywords. So sometimes i'll be like i'm gonna do mini cooper and i already know the whole joke. yeah like you do keywords. like me like when yeah. i put a
0: set together yeah. it's the, just one word that yeah, triggers you'll, you'll, that memory you'll put vegas yeah vegas and i'm gonna yeah. do that joke or i'm gonna do my brother or whatever yeah. that's how that works um it's it so so yeah it takes it, it, it took a while while man but, but i mean it's been 16 years Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <okay, dude. laughs> what happened and nothing's going on Where, where's my special I,
1: <laughs> where's your where's your netflix here? <laughs> Where's your self-produced special on Pluto TV or no, something? On Pluto TV, no,
0: you know what? Like it's uh, it, hallmark. I, I'm calling you <laughs> out. <laughs> I have no regrets. I think I'm doing very, very good. I think you're doing great. Uh, you know, like I mean, you have like
1: your own cigar
0: out now. Yeah, that's the no, yeah, selfless promo out there, guys. That's
1: not selfless. That's that's that's. A, you know what? That, that's a thank you, thank you.
0: Yo, you got your own thing
1: going on too. I'm you, telling you, 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 man. If if I smoked cigars, I would take a box. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you um, you're doing great too, man. You have your own podcast with uh, Momo, uh, Momo, very very Rodriguez. Momo Rodriguez, uh, one of the writers for writes with George Lopez, or helps him yep. a lot. And um, uh, yeah, it's called uh, Paragordo Paragordo yeah,
1: Paragordo Activities. What do you guys talk about? Well, we basically, talk about paranormal stuff like uh, aliens, ghost stories, um, superstition, urban legends. We bring, basically break it down and put it a. We kind of take the scary out of it more into a comedic twist, but at the same time uh momo is very well versed in the actual paranormal studies so he gives a lot of good advice fucking that's sana sana shit right there that's kind of scary yeah i mean we've dipped into some subjects where like like we did an episode not too long ago about shadow people i don't know if you guys know about them for some odd reason this is one of the things i've actually read about so i actually was like i actually like was breaking it down like oh you know it could be the stress in your head because i always try to look for a scientific explanation to the situation almost more into the, uh, you know, the paranormal side of it. So it kind of it's like a, we actually when, when we,
0: it's actually a good mix. It's a good chemistry that we oh, have. That's good, Ben. That's cool. It's, you a, know? it's a good combo of having that type of vibe.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, then you got what you you're also a chef. You became a chef too, besides I went, yeah, being a I DJ a chef. and comedian. I, I had, a, I had a moment where I was I wasn't really working,
1: uh, I wasn't working at the time DJing and uh, comedy wasn't going that. Well, so I was like, you know, this is a perfect time to go back to culinary school. So I went back, finished my culinary degree, uh, got my uh, my business management degree, and uh, now I, uh, I run my own catering company. Yeah, too.
0: yeah, yeah. He brought me a, a case of empanadas, man, and they're freaking delicious. A uh, pumpkin pie one. the oh, fuck, that's awesome. You, you like that, do... right, dude? Good, that was right? awesome. I feel fatter right now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I, I gave I gave uh, I gave you one of the uh, sought-after uh, chase boxes, which is the uh, six. Uh, building sampler that no one else gets there you go i got a vip one guys only he's got one of two (laughs) (laughs) that have been made (laughs) exactly man
0: but uh yeah the 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 thing that i wanted to do i like during covid because obviously we haven't been i haven't well i've worked i've done a couple shows here and there i've done a couple shows for the improv the drive-in theater because we have to deal with all the the new normal whatever they call it um we got it. We we we're trying to get back to work. Hopefully, you know, safe first. You know, we got to be safe as possible. So, all the downtime that I've had, I pretty much been working on all those little side projects that I wanted, that I've always wanted to do, but just never happens. You know what I mean? Like uh, the the cigar, that happened finally and. I, I w- always wanted a cigar and and, and kind of got into that and venture out into that. I mean, you've been
1: a cigar aficionado for a long time.
0: Yep, exactly, man.
1: I'd, I never got into cigars So the first time I smoked one, I used to smoke cigarettes. So the first time I smoked a cigar, I, I puffed it and inhaled it like a cigarette. Mm-hmm. And I just got crazy sick. Yeah, yeah I could see that. Yeah. That happens. So it kind of like turned me off. It was actually that one time... Uh, that one time that we had, uh, we were at this old place called Omaha Jacks, I don't know if you remember Yeah, that. I remember that, man. So we got hooked up by the bartender, and we still had to pay like 96 bucks a glass, but we got the Louis the Thirteen. Yeah,
0: because I, I love Louis Cognac. And then, so I'm watching, I'm watching. You know what, I want to, right now you just reminded me that. When was that? That was like 14 years ago? 14 years ago, Louis. Yeah. I bought Louis, right? Yeah. To my girlfriend out there, I just want to confirm. Yes, uh, apparently I am bougie because she's always talking smack. Like, oh, you're so bougie, you're so bougie. Yeah. Who the fuck drinks a fucking shot of Louis? This is the day that I bought the, the everybody glasses, right?
1: there was no, it was me, you, and Gabe. Yeah, and fuck, then man, and then this is, this is so I'm watching George and Gabe because I don't Gabe I, Lopez, very yeah, funny Gabe comedian, Lopez, man. Um, and they dipped the back end of the cigar in the in the in, in the, the Louis. The trick. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't. I was like. So that's when I like you know I, they they lit up the stoves and they're chilling. I just I lit it up and I was like, <sighs> and then I'm just like, and then I took the Louis
0: shot. You're supposed like, <laughs> to fucking sip it, and I didn't know that. I took it like a shot. And they're like, what did you do? The bottle's like three thousand bucks, bro, and you fucking took it like a shot. You know who did that? My my girlfriend did that. Uh, Jackie did that in New Year's. So we're hanging out and I'm doing this sh- uh the show. Was this in Brentwood? Yeah, in Brentwood. And, uh. Me and the owner, we have a tradition that we always do Louie. It's actually in the deal and everything. Yeah. Right? And uh, um, and pretty much I buy, I get drinks for everybody and I give Jackie or, or Louis. And you're supposed to sip it. I mean, the bartender takes time even warming it up and everything, uh-huh. right? And he brings it there. And I, I I answer something to somebody that's on my right. I turn around and my girl's just looking at me with the empty shot like, that was hard. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? So. And I even, that's when I told her, I go, Hefty did that shit to me yeah. one time too, man. So, and my girl, all she could say, well, don't buy me a fucking dinner. You could have bought me a fucking that's shot exactly of tequila. Right. And I'm like, Jesus, all right. I mean, the, we're trying to help out the community. I, we <laughs> had
1: that. We had the last time we were in Brentwood, which was last March, like a, a year ago. Yeah, probably. We did the, uh, uh,
0: the pappies. Oh, Pappy Van Winkle, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember I spit it with Brian. Fuck you! You guys are assholes, man. Fucking hey, man. Yeah. I am bougie, man. I, I apologize. I need to watch you know, myself. A that was after we had our uh, our uh, you know prime rib dinner and everything. No, that was awesome, bougie ass. So <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, man, um, dude, uh, what do you think of this podcast? What What, what do you I think love the been?
1: stories, man. I could go on forever with the stories, man. Well,
0: well, I'm gonna call it the narrator because of that because I have. Uh, you know, because of what I've done, it's with... a narration of your life. Exactly, man. And I've gone through good times and bad times. I mean, some. I'll, I'll get into the bad times later on, guys, man. Most definitely, dude. Um, it, this is the first episode, and I guarantee you guys, it's not going to be the last one. I'm barely getting into it. I know I'm kind of. Uh, what do you What do you think? Like I'm in the late running. Like I should have stepped up my game a long time ago on the podcast, but it's just I didn't have time, and and now, kind of realized, hey, it's not that difficult if you just dedicate some time to it and uh so it's portable yeah you could do it i mean you could do you don't need a podcast i could do it on my phone and people don't care about that not only that
1: but i remember back in the day you used to have to actually have a studio to do it
0: mm -hmm.
1: so you know now everything's
0: available online yeah yeah i got offered well i got offered to do the studio i I had this is actually my second attempt to a podcast the Mm -hmm. the first podcast was me and uh, um and brian mcdaniel one of my boys too which he'll be he'll be joining the show you guys might recognize him from tmz he's done a couple of, of what he, he's been he, he's out there in the entourage movie he's in the entourage movie he's great man one of my best friends as well and but not um, the best friend no you and him gotta go down on it you guys gotta talk about it one day man i don't know i'm gonna let you guys fight you know what the, when whenever brian has his swimming party and i'm actually invited
1: someone's not coming up from the deep end bz he's calling you out bro he's <laughs> calling you out Uh,
0: Brian I'll tell you what he's on that he invited me and I didn't show up and we know but we we had that podcast and uh, it was just his schedule my schedule was really hard when you when you go to a studio and you have to kind of get people and you want a celebrity come in and you have to schedule a lot out so to me well to both of us it just didn't work out for as much as we wanted so now now that I'm a little bit more you know like okay I I could do this and confirm for this you know I know I got 10,000 things going on at all times but if I dedicate one you know just fucking do it. Look at mm. Bill Burr. He's doing it by himself. Sometimes on his phone, he doesn't care. Burt Kreischer, man. I was Tom Segura. Everybody's doing it, you know. And and, and I, I could do it too. So like definitely. for me,
1: for us, when when we pull, when we actually have a guest scheduled, we usually do them on Tuesdays at seven. Other than that, when we do just me and me and Momo, we'll do them whenever we have time. We've recorded a podcast at ten in the night. All right, cool, man. Both. So I mean, you know, so like. When you have a guest you, you got to set that side, that time apart cuz you hear that people all right you, hear that, all right, that you hear
0: that take them into consideration so guys it's the narrator podcast um, thank you so much make sure you guys follow it and most definitely i'm going to try to record once a week and sometimes is there an ig page for it already uh no i'm barely getting all that together right now you can follow me at dj cooch uh at dj cooch on instagram i'm actually going to be changing my whole website so you have a connection there to the podcast too as well the narrator is going to be on ig too i'll probably have its own page too and uh just you know, if you guys like what you're hearing and want to find out more, go ahead and follow me and uh, send me your questions. I think there's a way. I'm brand new to the. Uh, yeah, the I mean,
1: for right now, if you have any questions, just go and like send them to your DM. Yeah, DM. send them
0: on my DM on 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 Instagram and, and ask me whatever you guys want to know. Uh, I I know that my audience always asks me all kind of questions and stuff like that, and most definitely, para uh, gente, most definitely, just hit me up, hit me up, and uh, let me know what you guys think, what you guys want to know. Uh, We'll be doing some crazy stories. There's a lot of stuff that people don't know about me because I'm pretty private in my own world. Yeah. But um, I've gone through some crazy shit, and I've been in some crazy situations, and I, and I can't wait to share those moments. So we'll, we'll get to that most definitely. How can how can people follow you, Hefty? Give them the info on you guys. All right. For
1: me, personally, you can follow me at Don Hefty on Instagram. Uh, if you want to follow the Paragorda activities, that was uh, Paragorda activities uh, at Instagram. And we're also on all uh, platforms of uh, podcast service. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio. So give us a download if you're into the spooky stuff.
0: Yeah, most definitely, man. Make sure you guys add them. and uh, add me as well. Thank you guys for listening to the first podcast. What'd you think, man? My first podcast, I did I it. Enjoyed it, mommy.
1: I-, I did it. I did it. I I'm saying like, we could sit here and knock out four
0: podcasts in a row, bro. I think part, you part, know what. Part two. I, most definitely. Let's let's plan another one because uh, there's things that you know that I totally forgot. Yeah, and uh,
1: like the story I told you like not too long
0: ago which about one?
1: the biting
0: the crab and the mussel. Oh yeah, I totally forgot. Then oh. There's a story of you doing the shot with the fucking chicken wing. So, oh, yeah, we got to talk about all that then shit. And rock band. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, most definitely. Uh, I'll be getting into some deep shit, some stuff. Shout out to all my people that follow me and uh, the Riverside people, Riverside, California. Uh, and uh, thank you guys so much. My name is George Malkin. I will talk to you on the next one. Uh, God bless you guys. Peace. It's the narrator.